0: Good morning, team. We've got the Front Row Forward and the 2RF cash cows here. For the Front Row Forward, we're under 350K. For the 2RF, for under 400K in that range there. There's so many guys in the value position. So that's the way we've played it in this one. And we have one trial in the books, and we're going to analyze these guys from there. Obviously, if you watch this after the second trial, then uh, you, you obviously know a bit more information than what's written in here. It's a great time to go through this because it's getting closer and closer to finding out You know which positions exactly we're gonna spend some money, which ones we're likely to try and go for a cash cow. And for me, it's likely in that front row forward that we want someone cheaper. In our two RFs, we do need to find a couple of cheapies as well, uh, considering we're likely to go for sort of three or four of the more expensive guys. And in that two RF, just to go with that one, I've just found out the news on Piakura. At this stage, unlikely for round one, they're gonna push for it, but still traveling with an injury I just don't see it being any good. Why don't you give him the couple of weeks to a couple of extra weeks anyway to get right for round two? So let's just say Pia is out. So do you go down on him? Do you go up on him uh, as an option as well? We'll go through those likely scenarios. But Liam Knight kicks things off to start off with there. And really, that game the other night wasn't great for him. Let's let's be honest. But uh, let's watch the second trial. But I think he's unlikely to be in our sides just on the likely minutes that he's going to get he, he came on in the second half and you would have expected in that trial that he would have played some minutes in the first given king um you know didn't play huge minutes to start off with you had uh, farmacilli as well who's um you know potential i didn't actually put him in this list in the frf but uh i just don't think he's going to get enough minutes so i just don't see it worth it but he might be even ahead farmacilli of um of Liam Knight there. So 3.32K, it's going to be very, very tough to select him, in my opinion. But needs the 40 minutes. And PPM back up a little bit to sort of 1.1. And yeah, you know, there's 10 points of value, which should be cool. So if that happens at some point, then he'll be an option there for sure. He won't play as bad as he did the other night with the drop balls. Spencer Lenu is up next to 3.32, guys. The average is 32.6 as well. He had a really big PPM drop last year from 1.26 to one01 with uh, those extra minutes so he went from sort of that low to mid20s minutes all the way up to a 33 and you know is that a sign of things to come if he was to get the 33 minutes or so really is very unlikely to increase from that he might have a bit of a five point upgrade with the improved PPM but I just don't see much further on that you know that he's going to be there week to week you'd imagine uh, so that's con- some consistency. Uh, lack of risk in that, which you're not sure with someone like Liam Knight or a Fletcher Baker or a Willison or, you know, Mariotta. There's a lot of guys in this list, obviously, the unsure of for that at this point. So that's something to note uh, that is helpful, obviously. Fletcher Baker, 311 guys. He had an average of 30 and a half last year. So he's an interesting one. His PPM has gone down each each year of the last three when he has increased his minutes just ever so slightly every year. So he, he's going to need about the 37 minutes to be worth it sort of up seven uh, from where he's currently at, average of 30 minutes with the one PVM last year. Can it happen? I suppose that's the, the big question mark. Obviously, uh, coming off the groin surgery, there's a few things going against him. Obviously, Xavier Wilson and his uh, increase into, you know, the quality of play that he has become, that's for sure, uh, and he and the step up with with no injuries for, for Wilson. So, yeah, something to note, that's for sure, with Fletch on this one. Really, there's lots of injury worries uh, in the off season with him, and you know the first trial was okay but i'm not super excited he's fairly cheap which is good but not super excited by him davi moale so 268k we get a lot cheaper now he had a great first trial scoring a try got some really good points out of that but really the question mark sits where did the extra mins come from with the 27 last season we had sean keppy have a really really good game and shout out to the, the whisperer for a him you know putting him in his team so quickly and yeah, they've got the guys like Shaq Mitchell obviously that is improving as well Jaira is going to stick on that edge but you've got Talis Duncan that can play some middle obviously to Tola Burgess there's a lot of guys in here I don't know where the extra minutes come from when he played 27 a game last year to get his 26 points he would need 30 odd and it's just not going to happen unfortunately for Davi so I think we have to leave him out uh Yeah, that one there. Xavier Wilson, he has a really cracking PPM of 1.53 with the two tries, which is pretty wild, but um, yeah, in in the shortened amount of games that he's played, a super exciting prospect, scored a try on the weekend to show that what he can do in the limited minutes. Really for him, 25 minutes at least is what you're going to need. Hopefully you get the same amount of minutes as what he averaged last year and then he can get up into the mid 30s. It's look, it's, He's an exciting prospect. So I think that, that upside that he has compared to someone of Baker is very helpful. And if you want him as like your fourth front row forward, I'm not going to push you away, but obviously it's, yeah, how how cheap are you going in this position considering you're likely, you're, you're obviously going to have Sam Hughes. You might be having a Liam Henry or, and and guys like that as well, which uh, is where I'm looking at the moment. So Wilson, a really solid one, but how much money is he seriously going to make? If he ends up being the edge in round one with Pierre being out... Then he could definitely have a good score there and, and help out his rolling average. That's something to to kind of think of. And then if he goes back to some lower minutes, it's okay because he's still got uh, that big that big score in his first three three games there, which would be helpful. So something to note there for sure. That's up. Uh, Mariota at two fifty five point nine. There, the average is twenty five last year. Again, the question mark there is, uh, yeah, where are the minutes? Even with with horse out, when you've got Smithies coming over, Hosking like does does Whitehead play some middle? There's a few question marks there, but the big thing with Atta is that uh, I wrote this before watching that trial on the weekend and that trial was exceptional. He looked bigger, he looked stronger and he, uh, he ran with force, tackled really well also. So he's improved and he's definitely could be a smoky in anyone's side. Sam Hughes, obviously guys, the uh, the mins are available there. He dominated that trial, absolutely. So I'd be locking him in, whether that's you know your front row two, three or four, I, I, it probably doesn't. It, it will matter obviously if it's front row too, but um, yeah, he's a lock in and I'm very, I'd be, I'd feel very safe playing him for a solid score each week. And he wouldn't let you down and get a 15 or a 20. I doubt anyway, someone that if you got the minutes, I, I think is really, really going to be really, really good. Obviously being priced down um, on his 29 average from his couple of games last year, but the 30 minute position is available there at the Panthers to be taken with Spencer Lenu leaving now. You have 33 minutes a game. So, Yet Hosking in there as well. There's a couple of guys that have moved on, so yeah, something to know that there's definitely minutes available in that 17. And if he's in that 17, he's in my team. I think very clearly at 238.9k, you can't go too wrong. Obviously, apart from if you have too many of these cheap guys that uh, aren't you know aren't making money, then you you could be you know, in a little bit of trouble. That's for sure. But I also believe with his incredible work rate in Cup and NRL, his PPM's great. That he could be a guy uh, that could just. You know average thirty or 40, 35 or something like that, and, and make a little bit of cash at minimum, even with sort of twenty odd minutes. And uh, if he could get a thirty odd minute, if there's an injury mid game, he plays bigger minutes. There's a few things that could happen for him to do well, considering he has a very super coach friendly game. Hopefully, he plays that trial in in England when they uh, go over there. Obviously, you didn't get to watch him play in one in that uh, first week of trials. So he's definitely someone to look out for sure, and that's what I'm looking at with Liam Ventikura scored a try in that uh, trial game on the weekend. He's played a couple in a row now. Bigger uh, Big attacking, attacking weapon. I just think he's a little bit behind the couple of guys we spoke about. Like if you're looking at that bench for the Broncos, let's just say that, you know, Pierre was there is one option. Jaden Hunt, a good chance of playing on the edge. Otherwise, but let's just, you know, that's one week. From from round two onwards, that bench is likely to be a smoothie. If it wasn't a smoothie, then it would be a milkshake. No, I'm kidding. Uh, if it wasn't a smoothie, then it would be um Tristan Saylor okay and then the bench from there you got a mixture between I think it's gonna be either Willison or uh Tapau like crazy that Marty could actually miss out and he could be the audience man so you know you've got Bakers you've got Hetherington uh the other couple of guys there so three of those four are gonna make it with one of those two utility uh hooker type of players so Takura I don't think it's in the fray at the moment in the frame but um yeah definitely someone to look at to RF, the cash cow's from there. So we've got Satili Tupanua up top. He's the first one we cover here, and it probably works out well given he had a really, really good trial on the weekend there. Really, I don't think there's enough value, and let's start with why. So his two best seasons are 53 and 55 in the previous two years, with over 70 minutes he was getting in those, right? So that's something to note as well that over 70 minutes he started in the first trial and he played well, really well, scoring a try. He looked probably one of the best um edges that they had obviously Wong, Crichton, um, Sicily looks really really solid and you got Nat Butcher there doing his thing but he you know you know what you're getting from him basically you're not sure with the other guys at this point hard to see him playing near the 70 minutes is where I have the issue with him and sort of 46 average in 59 minutes seems a little bit more likely and that's a, a lot of the the scores that you saw when he played that type of minutes um, if he got the spot, and I think that's probably where he's going to be at at best. So it's sort of seven points of value, and and could definitely be okay. But is that enough to be warranted and and worthy in your side? Unless he was getting bigger minutes, and you know you, you doubt that he's going to be improving on his two best seasons. And where does he? You know, is it how does he get the seventy plus minutes? I just don't see it. That's where my worry is on statistics. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. Really, but he could definitely you know make some money and do a job if you were interested in him. Aaron Clark at 371, he really needs that 13 spot to uh, with good minutes to, to work really well in your side. Average of 47 in 60 minutes in 2022, which is really cool, so 11 points of value. He has a fairly bad PPM to be honest with you at that, uh, at that level. He had a couple of, you know, a stretch of games last year and a stretch of games in 22, he did really well, but outside of that wasn't amazing. But usually, yeah, when he gets to that 13, he gets to about that one PPM figure that is solid. But his middle minutes, hooker minutes, they're, they're a, little, a fair bit lower in the PPM, obviously, there. But watch the second trial where he likely is to feature. Raymond Faitala Mariner, 363.2, average of 35.6. So he's fighting for an edge spot at the Dragons. He had one good year in his last five, which is, yeah, like where, he, where he'd make it enough value there over the 45 range. If Le Lua comes over... Really, then he's going to lose most of his potential value, but does he actually come over? Does Fatale Mariner get it? Does he play some middle? There's a lot of question marks on Raymond, and we need to see him play next week. He didn't play in this first trial. If he's starting round now, round one, he's definitely an option, but that doesn't come without any risk either of change uh, with any of those guys that could play on an edge. There's like four or five of them, and then depending on what happens with Lucy Lelua. Morgan Smithies, he's cheap enough, right? A 345k that if he got big minutes for two weeks, and then a little bit lower in round three, he would make some money. But is that even worth sort of the one price rise for him to then potentially lose some minutes and then you'd have to change him out? I think he's definitely a big risk, but look, he can come out and play pretty big minutes in the in the start of this. And, and I suppose for some reason, the Raiders are looking at Lucy LeLua as well. They don't need another forward, bro. I don't know what they're doing. Anyway, um, just to say he averages 50 over the first couple of weeks, then goes to the bench and hits the 30, right? That's you know, 130 points over that, over that first few rounds for an average of 40 odd, which, you know, does he make a lot of money at that given, you know, he's priced down here at the at the 31, sorry, 32 for safe ass. That means he's priced at just under 30, about, about the 34 range, which with a 40 odd average only gives me about 10 points of value. And it's one price change, not multiple, which you'd need for him. So it's hard to take him, but I do understand why you'd look at him at 345. And I've definitely looked at him myself. It's just, um, yeah, a few question marks on that and if that's enough or if he absolutely dominates. But let's have a look at the trial, have a look at the second trial and then and, and, uh, go from there because he didn't play that first, uh, the first one. Kypius Paul at 3.45. Obviously, just got to see Dylan Lucas absolutely dominate in that first half. I have a bit of a love interest with him and Terrell May at the moment. But uh, yeah, really, if Kypius Paul is playing in this second trial, it's uh and he gets named on in the starting side, then we definitely look at him. If he's named on the bench, I think we can hold off and kind of look at him if he moves into the starting side. Could be at the perfect timing when sort of you know, he's ready to make some some cash in round in his third or fourth round, right? So I think he's definitely someone that we should definitely likely be looking at from that sort of round two, three onwards if he doesn't have any injury worries. Because, you know, we need to look at that first, I think, and if he actually can dominate in the NRL or not. But, um, you know, Hastings and, and everyone has had plenty of raps on him for sure. If we, yeah, so if you name to start in round one, we could look at him super talented, more talent in terms of try scoring ability and your know, attacking stats than what Smithy ha- Smithies has. So at the same price, you probably look to him. Alex Safarth, the man. Alex, what a what a guy! Try to thirteen and Benji's obviously talked him up. He looked like he had a l- little bit more vigor and attack this year. He ran, and and ran through and bent the line a little bit, which was cool to see. Scored a try at that, which was very very helpful. He could definitely be in my round one, one round one side if I need a cheaper body there that could make a little bit of money. Obviously with the buy in round one. It's not ideal, but um, yeah, it could be a vice captain looper if you need it or something like that. The 1.1 PPM in the middle last season, he had a 32 average in 29 minutes. If you take out some of the other games there, sort of if this, sorry, that's for his season there, all in the middle, if this jumped to sort of 50 minutes, I would be expecting a one PPM just to drop down a little bit likely. And that's anywhere between sort of a 10 to 18 points of value there for sure. Um, Yeah, if, if if that PPM drops or if that PPM stays, you could, you know, somewhere between that range, which is cool. Um, and I suppose the, the potential for Benji to change his mind is a bit scary as well. So yeah, a few things on safe path, but I I think at 326K, you could make that plunge. You could take that plunge for sure. And if one of these other guys seem to work out a bit better around this this range, like you've got guys like Talis Duncan, Smithy's Kypis, Paul, Fatala Mariner, all within 40K, which um, I think is very, very helpful if you're looking to set up your two RF with guys that you could pivot to if they don't happen to work out in a position that has a lot of value, right? But we do we can't take all of the mid tier value and try and get all the guns in the other position. You just can't fit them all in, right? Talos Duncan at 321. There's a fair bit of excitement around Talis earlier on when we thought there's he could be playing some edge minutes, but that's unlikely and, and he's gonna be just I think a regular bench guy on this team and and will do a solid job, but you know, an average of what he's priced at, at a tick over 30, um, you know, 31 there. I think it's you know unlikely that he can be really dominant. He could make a little bit of cash, but I don't think that's enough if he's got 30 minutes on the bench, even with a really good PPM. 30, 35 minutes could be you know, enough if he has a 1.2 PPM, but yeah, that's that's a lot of minutes to try and fit into a, a small amount of guys on that bench. Kobe Heatherington at 298.6. So it's a little bit concerned on the weekend that he came off uh, you know clutching a little bit at his leg, I believe, but um, 29.3 for him. Again, where do you fit the minutes in to him? He needs to be a 40 minute guy at minimum, right? These three PVMs over over his three years of his career, 1.93 and 0.87. It doesn't give us a lot of hope as sort of 40 minutes is what he needs at a minimum as I've got there to make some money. So check him out in the, the trial. The first one, he looks solid. He you know ran hard. He's a bit elusive in he, the way he runs anyway. But um, yeah, and check out the trials and then whatever Walter says on him over the next week or so. Finette Furyaki, So, yeah, had a really good first trial, guys. 292k with the news of Lucy kind of hopefully moving on, whatever it's happening with him. I'd like that to be done at least a week before the season starts, please. Like, just let's just sort that out, Cowboys. Anyway, 28.7 is the average for him from last year, and he's priced at that. And really, for him, it's likely uh, to be on the bench again for the Cows with Luki starting, Nanai being there. So, interested if he got the start for sure throughout the season but at the moment i just don't think it's going to happen and he's one step closer to being a relevant option that's for sure four to go guys so ryan couchman there 277.7 there the average is 34 for him he didn't get named in, in sort of that starting 17 which is almost at full strength for the charity the charity shield which was yeah pretty full, pretty well full strength for them and he came on and played a little bit a few minutes and, and played solidly as well but nothing to to really get too excited about guys also while I'm here I'll drop in uh, the league code for my overall uh, NRL and cricket analysis channel in now uh, in the description so go down and check that out I um yeah and he just made made the league now so we'll get that in and, and get the guys that are playing fantasy and super coach as well. Um, to, to jump in that that'd be that'll be super cool to see. Uh but yeah Couchman will leave him out for now. Howarth there at 238.9, average of 44 in this one. So he's still a while away from the starting team it does seem with him. Let's avoid until we know you know he's really close. But it's sort of good to see him play in the in the All Stars game on the weekend, which was nice. Uh, he looks solid, you know, got a got a decent amount of points but uh, minutes were low in the 40 odds. Maverick at 204, again, fighting for a spot in the 17. I just don't see it yet. He's probably a little bit outside, needs some injuries to get enough minutes. So, yeah, you know, keep an eye out on Maverick. And then Dylan Egan, he made, you know, it was in the 17 jersey for the first trial and, you know, was solid. So was a solid hit out without showing much. In that trial, if he, you know, he's playing sort of middle, I think that could be you know, helpful for him to get some decent minutes if coach just likes how he plays. But if he's looking to play, you know, bench edge or something, then that's not something we're going to be interested in, even at 204K. But I really, really, really want a 2RF cheapie at this stage. And Dylan Egan, obviously the cheapest with the most chance, I think, to make a side at this point. But that's our video, guys. Again, jump in that league. Check out the podcast, the the socials, these videos as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. This preseason has been amazing. And uh, love you. See you later.